Welcome to Teaming for Wellbeing, brought to you by the Trading and Technical Assistance Center at Virginia Tech, where our mission is to improve educational opportunities and contribute to the success of children and youth with disabilities. We do this by supporting and building up the educators who work with them, you. We are your hosts, project coordinators, Natalie May and Jen Baldwin. Join us as we talk about tools, tricks, and tips to help positively impact the social, emotional, and behavioral needs of your students, as well as keeping you healthy. I want to welcome you to our Teaming for Wellbeing podcast. We certainly appreciate you being here for National School Counseling Week. Um, we are so excited to have Lizzie Sullivan from Auburn High School um, with us today. And we're just going to dive in and ask her a few questions about life as a school counselor and just all kinds of good stuff. So welcome, Lizzie. Thanks for the invite. It's an honor to be here and to be chosen for this. <laughs> I mean, it's all in who you know, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Happy National School Counseling Week to all my fellow school counselors out there. Listen. Absolutely. It should be like every day of the year, I just want to say. <laughs> As for every educator. But anyway. All right. So our first question for Lizzie is just to tell our audience a little bit about you, um, some of your training background, like how you got here. Cool. Yeah. So originally I am from Northern Virginia and I followed the uh, Nova to Virginia Tech pipeline. Um, and I studied psychology at Virginia Tech. You know, it was the first major I picked randomly out of a list. I thought, I like people. I'll study how people think and behave. So I got a bachelor's in psych. Um, and with that degree, you kind of know, all right, I'm probably going to need a master's in something. Um, so my senior year at Tech, I was talking to peers and professors and considering options. And I had a friend that was in the Radford University Counseling Education Program. And she said, you know, this program's awesome. Like I'm learning a lot about myself and counseling and we get to work with people and maybe you'd be interested in that. And I, that was pretty much all it took to tell me. I was like, okay, sure. I don't know what I'm doing. So I might as well go to school some more. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. And um, then I was thinking about counseling and specifically school counseling because I wanted summers off and so then I was looking at the programs at Tech and Radford specifically and Radford I found they have really good hands-on experience um, working in the schools uh, with uh, like Montgomery County and um, surrounding divisions so looks like a great program so I um, got my master's in counselor education from Radford University and uh, that was a great experience and then I was employed by Montgomery County Public Schools at Auburn High School where I was previously coaching soccer and substitute teaching so I was kind of connected to oh, the school already there you yeah go. and at, at the time there was just one school counselor and she was super overwhelmed um, and she fought and advocated for second position with some help from Melissa Hipplin central office. So um, they got a second counseling position. Enter me. I've been here for five years. Um, love the school. Love the job. Here we are. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ask you uh, what you enjoy, but I want to ask, because I think this is important. And um, like, what do you think people misunderstand about school counseling? And personally, what is different than you expected? Mm. Yeah. Um, misunderstand. I mean, 
what we studied in, in counseling, in the counseling program, it's very, it's clinically focused, working on our counseling skills, helping clients socially, emotionally. Um, there's a strong emphasis on that. And when you get into the job, there was m a lot that I needed to learn in the job that we didn't necessarily learn <laughs> in count, like in terms yes. of counseling skills. There's a lot more to it, um, which is good and bad. Um, and so I think people misunderstand that like from the outside community or maybe even people that work in schools seeing this role, they, they just see that administration side. Oh, you do schedules, um, paperwork, 504 stuff. Um, they see that side, but they don't always see the true depth of counseling we do with students um, that come to us regularly. Like we work, yeah, we're, you know, I think that's a big um, misconception sometimes, like still stuck in that like guidance. Like we, I, we still get called guidance all the time. And really the profession has shifted so much towards uh, clinical counseling skills. Um, the mental health need is like insane and all, you know, society wide now, but you know, that shows up in the public schools. And so we are a support in the school that are qualified to, to help kids through some of that and then make referrals, of course, from there. But big misconception is, you know, that we're just that administration side of it. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of on both sides. So when you come out as a student, you know, I was very unaware of kind of like that administration side and, you know, that side of things and, you know, wanting to really focus on the counseling side. And then the misconception of folks who work in the education field don't understand, like you said, very well, the depth of your ability to actually counsel um, and be a counselor. And that that is a, a huge portion of your education is to be able to do that for students. Yeah, we do. We do it all, man. I say all the time, we wear a lot of hats in the schools. Um, yes, 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 indeed. <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, it's all to support students. Um, and I try to think of it like that. Like when I'm doing schedules, you know, I think about the whole student and having conversations with them and kind of tying that back to who they are and their goals and how yeah, they want exactly. to Exactly. Um, yeah. And I think it's important too that, it, and hopefully we're moving in a good direction, you know, that direct support for students is really being advocated for um, at the state level. Um, so, you know, woohoo, going in a good direction. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so tell me what you enjoy most about being a school person. Yeah. I mean, definitely. And, you know, even in my time in undergrad and grad school, like I, I knew, and you know, you throughout your own education, elementary through high school, they do these career inventories for you. And I've always been like the helper or someone that wanted to work with people. And so in this job, that's still true, a core part of who I am. Like definitely the best part is working with students, seeing them grow. Um, and specifically for me, we follow our caseload. So I start them for as freshmen. And, um, you know, I've been working with juniors today and just talking to them like we've gotten to know each other so well the past three years and they're getting ready to be seniors. And then we get to see what they go on and do as real adults in the real world. And that's so rewarding to just to be a part of their their journey. Um, and, you know, students go on to accomplish really cool stuff. So it's just cool to be a part of that. And um be able to do what I can to to help students along the way. That's obviously super rewarding, um, my favorite part. And I really enjoyed getting to know 
and work with lots of different kinds of people, um, whether that's T-Tech, shout out, or um, other community partners. You know, I formed some good relationships and networking here that have like enriched my life. So there's been a lot of good parts, um, definitely hard parts too. And we'll get to that maybe, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I would say at the end of the day, that's it's just working with the students and seeing them go on to do great things. Absolutely. It's awesome that you get to follow them all the way through because I know different high schools do it very differently. So that's that's huge to be able to kind of see that progression and stay close to them through the whole thing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and speaking of that, what would you what are the kind of hardest parts? Like, what do you think is, a, is one of the most difficult things to kind of juggle? Yeah, well, you know, we deal with real big issues like in the public school system, you have every bit of society reflected. Um, so poverty, addiction, uh, abuse you know, we deal with that stuff and you carry it with you. Um, so that will help us lead into our self-care question. (laughs) Well, and that's, it's huge too. I think that's, you know, I'm just sitting here doing a newsletter about, you know, vicarious trauma for educators. Mm. It's it's a real thing. And I think it's important to acknowledge that that's something that is, it is difficult. Absolutely. And I feel like there's been a little bit of a shift in, culturally community-wide recently where it's like schools have become a punching bag a little bit where it's like we're easy to blame like you know like as a community we all need to take responsibility for for kids um schools can't fix everything but sometimes that's hard when we get we have a lot of expectations on us to fix and um you only have so much time and resources and Absolutely. And that's a very good point because it is, I mean, mental health, health in general, that's a community issue. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, truly schools aren't designed to solve all those problems, right? Mm-hmm. So we do the best we can as school counselors to do everything we can. Like you said, as helpers, we're helpers, right? We want yeah. everybody, we want to make sure everybody has what they need, but it's, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Um, and it's like that on top of like, you got to schedule every kid. You got to make sure you're following, um, laws for attendance and uh IEPs and 504s you know all the expectations on the job and plus just balancing um that could be a challenge at times but um yeah I mean that's I mean but you know those are real challenges that I think it's good that folks know especially those who are thinking about going into the the school counseling field which like you said super rewarding but you know I think everything has its challenges so that's good um so on that note, what advice would you give anybody who is thinking about going into the field? Yeah, well, welcome. Come on, we need you. <laughs> um, you know, I joke all the time. I got, I, this is a, it's just a partial joke. I got into this because I wanted summers off. You know, you get, it's a 10 month contract for a lot. That's true. Let's be true. Woo, truth. Summer. Joke. The joke is on me because now I'm on a 12 month contract. So, <laughs> but you know, really I do it obviously for, for the job and the kids and I, I love this job. So, um, but advice is take care of yourself and figure your stuff out. Like I, I've also said often every counselor needs counseling themselves. Um, so seek support and this job will push you to make you grow in the areas you need to. And whether that's taking things personally, being a people pleaser, any of that is unsustainable. (laughs) So you need to work through that, that stuff. Um, Everyone has their own things. Um, And that's 
part of what's great about counselor education programs is they want their students to do that work on themselves and, and you do but just continuing that outside of as you go into a job lean on on people that you you know you just got to lean on people um you gotta find your people gotta find your circle yeah and yeah. you know I'm five years in so I'm still kind of on the, the front end but I feel like I've I've grown a ton just working the job and like through difficult things or oh this person's upset about this and being able to process and work through my own stuff um, has helped me like in my personal life too. Absolutely which takes us into self-care what are your ways to take care of yourself and you know when we talk about self-care I know a lot of people are like toxic self-care because you know not a piece of chocolate isn't going to solve all our problems Mm. Um, so you really do have to think about what is important to you and what makes you feel good and find joy and makes you laugh so what's that for you? Absolutely. Yeah, you, you got to. Um, you know, after work, I try to immediately get outside. Um, sometimes like the workday can bog you down and you just carry stuff home. So you got to go out and remember life is your, you know, your life is more than your identity and your job. I, I like to get outside. I ride my bike. I hit the tennis courts, hit some rage out. Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, personally, I love to ski. I just love to be outside and, uh, get in nature as much as possible and stay active. That's super important. Stay active. And I'm reading through the Harry Potter series right now, you know, enter the world of Hogwarts. <laughs> Look at you. And I didn't read all the books, but I just watched all the movies for the first time. Did you? Fabulous. Never. You got to read the books, man. They're, I know. They're- I want to go backwards and see, this is self-care. Like, there you yeah. go right? Just taking time out to sit down and watch a movie series. Now go back and read the books. Love it. Love it. Yeah. It's so fun. Well, Lizzie, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. And we want to give a shout out to all of those school counselors out there. You guys are superheroes, really do it all. And we just appreciate your time. Back at you. It's been, been an honor. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we hope this has given you a resource tool or idea that you can easily use and share. You can find the show notes on our website at ttac.bt.edu, where all the resources discussed are linked. Don't forget to sign up for our weekly newsletter, ABC123, at ttac.bt.edu backslash index backslash abc123.html. Thank you.